so much fun. We had the opportunity to chat with Austin of Water Parks over Zoom video. It is an incredible video. You have to watch it. He has so much energy. He's just so funny. And not only is he dropping some amazing knowledge, especially if you're an aspiring artist trying to figure out how how to make it in the music industry, how to get signed to a record label. He breaks it down for you. But he also shows us his creative process, the board he he has drawn out for the new record, the Alternative Press Award that they won for their first record, Double Dare. He talks to us about growing up in Houston, how the band Waterparks formed. He was in other bands prior and uh, meeting Otto and, and how the band got together. He tells us about all the hard work that went into the band Getting a DM on Twitter from the Madden brothers, from Good Charlotte, telling them they wanted to work together and meet up. They flew out to Los Angeles, got a chance to meet the guys. They signed them to their management company, talked about getting signed to Equal Vision Records. The highlights of Double Dare and Fandom, all about their new record, Greatest Hits, and the huge tour they have planned for this fall. Once again, you can watch the interview with Austin on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You have to check out the video version. He is so hilarious. And like I said, you get to see the Alternative Press Award and, and his house and the board he has all set up for the new record. That's on our YouTube channel, Facebook page. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and our brand new TikTok, at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with water parks. Um, I'm Adam, by the way, and our podcast is about you, your journey in music. And of course, we'll talk about the new record, the best uh, record of the past 100 years, which is fantastic. Exactly. (laughs) Right on, dude. Well, um, I did read the band formed in Houston, Texas. Are are you originally from there? Yeah, Um, I grew up in Houston. So did Otto. Um, Jeff, our guitarist, was born in Napa Valley in California. Northern California. Yeah, but he moved to Houston when he was like 11 or 12 or something and then grew up there. So did you guys all go to high school or anything together or did you know each other growing up? No. So I actually gave Otto a flyer once for like one of my old bands. And at the top, it was like needs a drummer because (laughs) our other one, like, what do you fucking do? Who cares? So um, (laughs) and uh, I gave him a flyer and at the top it said needs a drummer. And then he's never been on social media. Like he has nothing. He has no, he never had a Facebook or like a Twitter or like, uh, like, dude, I barely got him to, I barely got him to make a Gmail once (laughs) because he had some weird fucked up email, like where I couldn't actually send him anything. And like, he, like, I would be like, I would send him something and he just wouldn't get it. And then when he would email me anything, it would just say like, a message from default user and then <laughs> and then the email was blank and i was like auto it's not fucking funny anymore like we can't communicate like if i so if i got that email i'd be like it's like having a beeper sure you it's like new to they're trying him? to get yeah so i'd be like oh he's trying to get in touch with me i don't know what he's saying but like so i'd have to call him um but anyway he, he he made a myspace account just to hit me up because we were like maybe 17 when we met wow and um and then after we got in touch, deleted it. <laughs> really? Yeah. He knew he could contact you via MySpace. So he creates one. Just yeah. Like I, I met him. This was, let me think. Yeah. Cause I was still in high school. This was probably like, maybe like 2008, 
eight or nine when okay. I met Audrey. It wasn't for this band. Like we we kept being in like like I was in so many fucking local bands, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> just pure pain. Sure. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that's how I met Otto. And then amazing. I met Jeff through someone I had in mind to play bass. It wasn't really a bass player, but I was like, I'll teach him. It'll work. But that wound up not working out. But he at one, like before it didn't work out, he was like, hey, I'm going to bring my friend Jeff over to, uh, to uh, you know, jam with us. And I fucking hate that. When someone's like, let's jam. I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do we play? <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's awful. Like, so everyone's just all playing play different same- shit. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, ugh. Um, but he showed me Jeff on Facebook and he had a choker on in his picture. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, don't bring him here. <laughs> and then the next day he brought him over and I was just like, ah. but he turned out to be really nice. So that's amazing. <laughs> well, <laughs> how did you get into music? Did you, uh, from a musical family at all or nobody in my family plays instruments? Um, interesting. My mom played some piano when she was younger, like for a little bit, but she hated it because I think the teacher was like an asshole. So yeah, she wouldn't like even let like a piano wrist be an slapping asshole. piano teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like actually, yes, like legitimately. And so she never, we never had a piano in the house cause she didn't want one. Um, but you know, I grew up listening to like the beach boys and Van Halen and stuff. Cause my dad, mm-hmm. and then I started hearing stuff like some 41 on the radio and like, Green Day, Good Charlotte, Blank. Sure. And that kind of got me being like, yeah, music's dope. And I started playing guitar when I was, I think I got it when I was either right before I turned 13 or like as I turned 13 or something like that. Okay. I pretty much immediately started just being like. <laughs> okay. I was going to, did you take lessons or is it just like, I got to learn some power chords and, <laughs> and figure out how to play these songs. <laughs> so. I didn't even know what power chords were at first. And I was just playing the most obnoxious shit in the world, like just open okay. and then like holding the third fret and then holding the five, uh, the fifth fret and then going back to three. I would just do that like all fucking day. And I think my parents got sick of hearing that. And they're like, we need to get him lessons. This sounds fucking horrible, but I was having fun. Okay. Um, and so I took lessons for year and a half, maybe. Okay. And, um, yeah, my uh, so the internet uh, at my parents' place was just so fucking bad, and because like they just didn't like care about that, and I was just like, uh-huh. whatever. But um, so I couldn't really load guitar tabs. You know oh, what I sure. mean? Yeah, like it, I would get guitar so hero or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ultimateguitar.com, baby. And um, <laughs> and yeah, now every time you go on there, they're like, download the app. I'm like, fuck you. Um, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, my phone is full at all times. Yeah. Um, now it's like, go find some kid in the middle of the country on YouTube that'll figure out how to exactly. play it. <laughs> exactly. No, that's literally, like, if I if I listen to something and I don't immediately hear it by ear, I'm like, let me just look at it on YouTube. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, he would he would print up, like, guitar tabs for me. He, he He's a nurse at a hospital. And um, he would bring me, like, holiday by green day but then he'd also oh, bring wow. me like ain't talking about love okay so i'd be like so he made me learn more difficult shit too pretty mm-hmm. early on but uh i think it helped in the long run sure you know what i was gonna tell you man like the covers you choose are so good like thank just you from the like green day is my ultimate fa- favorite band of all time they're the first band yeah. i ever got into i love them mm-hmm. to death and the fact that you covered the secret song is like <laughs> 
it blows my mind. I'm like, out of every song, I, but you did, you also did Hitch and a Ride, which is uh, yeah. an incredible song we, as well. We, we over-delivered. We sent both. You did. You did. And the, yeah. the secret song, pe- bands don't do secret tracks anymore. I totally forgot about that until I, I was like, yeah. oh my God, they did all by myself. That's so yeah. rad. <laughs> no one was looking. <laughs> and you also covered Head Automatica, which I thought was rad as well. Dude, like Head Automatica was one of my favorites for so long. And um, we played, we played the same festival as them in 2019. Mm-hmm. 19? Yeah. And um, it was like early 2019. And I saw Daryl sitting at catering. He was just like by himself too. And I was just like, we were in line. I was like, I'll be right back. And I went up and I was just like, dude, I'm so sorry for bugging you. I just got to say, huge fan. Love what you do. I've seen y'all live and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like head automatica is like my shit. And he was like, oh, dude. He was so nice. I was like, thank God. Sure. That's rad. That's so rad. Yeah. It's it's cool to hear, you know, someone like you with so much success finding a, your favorite artist and being like kind of nerding out on oh, it. Like, that's dude, so cool. <laughs> I, I'm a total, like, I'm a fucking fan, 100%. That's so rad. Well, tell me, okay, so you learned guitar. When, when did you start writing music and trying to form a band? Ooh, almost immediately. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, cause here's the thing. I wasn't in a hurry, but a lot of friends kept being like, Oh, he's got a guitar. He's going to be in our band now. I'm like, ah, okay. And you know, it was just like a thing that you did. And sure. um, so they're like, Oh, he's a drum set. He's the drummer, you know? And like <laughs> yeah. you get together and you try and learn songs and shit. But uh, I was probably like 13 or 14 when I started trying to write songs and they are so embarrassing. Oh my God. Like, dude, here's the thing. Like I, I was just trying to write like what I heard like Blink doing or Green Day doing or something right. 41 or like Hawthorne Heights even. Oh my God. I got some real emo shit from like. Oh dude. Those are like pre-teen. my favorite bands. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was just like, man, like only one person knows where those journals are and they have specific instruction. If I die, you burn those. You swear <laughs> to God. And you won't read them either. You're just oh, going to burn them. They're That's embarrassing. So- like dude, I literally, <laughs> I've never done drugs and I have songs about getting high just because I was like, that's what they would write about. That's what's cool. <laughs> like, I've that's never, amazing. Like, I'm just like, man, like I, I've looked back on it and I'm like, oh, you were doing your best, dude. You're great. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, wow. Yeah, have you, ever done, like, you don't think about digging through that and trying, trying to find some old lyrics? No, that bad, <laughs> that embarrassing, I guess. Fuck man. Like, yeah, like they're, they're so rough. And I know uh, I've given my friend that instruction because I'm like, dude, I know if I died, they would be like, oh, and here were his first notebooks. Scan, scan, (laughs) rock and roll hall of fame book. And I would be, I would be a ghost, just like, don't do this. Like I'd have to come back just to stop that. Just to stop it. I love it. (laughs) So you're okay. So your other bands are going to how did you? You said you had a flyer for another band, and that's how you kind of. That's how I met Otto. Yeah. And then that became what water parks later on down the line later on. So I had somebody else or I I like, here's the thing. And it sucks. I don't even know why this one stuck around, but um, originally I had so many other people. Like I kept switching people out. I'd be like, cause I was like writing the music for it. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like working on airplane conversations, our first CP. And um, I was like working on that and then separately trying to like put the band together. And 
there were so many people. There was probably like seven different people I had in mind. And at one wow. point, there was even like, I was like, you know what? It's a five piece. That's what we're going to do. There's a keyboardist. There's this. There's a drummer. There's a bassist. There's, you know, like a whole thing. And I was like, you know what? None of this is fucking working. I'm not going to use any of that. Like, you scoot over here. And like, eventually, that's when I got auto. And like, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a thing. And we didn't even put out that EP or play a show and like with anybody from those. But for some reason, they still put a couple of their names like on our Wikipedia, like as if we have X members or something. I'm like, I'm like, dude, they didn't write anything. We didn't play any shows. We didn't do anything like like uh, I was just like, son of a bitch, whatever. Fine. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Because um, I clicked on your Wikipedia now that you said that. Yeah. It says past members. And there's a couple of names there. And yeah. And I was said- just like. I was like, man, like, that's not even a thing. Like, why is that even there? God damn. Um, but, you know, you can only control so much. Sure. So, so you put out there. airplanes and co- airplane conversations before you guys had played a show? Yeah, we put that okay. out April, t- April, I'm sorry, April 3rd, 2012. And then we played our first show August 17th, 2012. So did you use that as like a tool to try to get shows? Like, tell me about yeah. that. Why? Okay. So here's the thing. I had, oh shit, um, I had done, like I said, I'd been doing bands and stuff for like a while mm-hmm. and I kind of understood how shit worked at that point. So when water parks started, I was like, okay, first off, like, you, you know, you make all those mistakes for yourself. Cause we didn't have anyone like guiding us. There wasn't like an uncle in the industry or right. you know, parents or whatever. So it was sort of like figuring shit out and failing, you know, since you're like 13 and like just paying like such like it's like hyper focus on like how everything works. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was like, okay, mistake number one: nobody wants to go to a show with a band that has music that they don't know. So I was like, well, <laughs> EP's got to come first this time. Okay, right. cool. <laughs> like you know, it's things <laughs> like that where it's like it's stuff that like seems simple, but you kind of yeah. have to like like trial and error type like exactly. Out so, what, yeah, what works and what people are gonna want mm-hmm. and okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, here's the thing is we're going to put it out and I'm going to promote it really hard. And I'm going to make sure the first show is like months away. So I have time to promote it. Mm -hmm. And our first show was like a sold out show. Wow. Here's the thing though. I, before, before you get to like, whoa, it's, uh, it was 120 cap room or 115 or something, but you know, we'd bring like 125, 130 and it would just look so full every time. But that's and still so, a pretty good draw for a it local is. band. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, if you have that much time to promote it, and like, you know, you're what we would do is we'd be outside of shows almost every night. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there's anyone in a in a local band hearing this, seeing this, reading this, whatever, this is what we did. If you're trying to do some shit, so we're from Houston. So I knew all the venues obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I would look at all of their schedules for the next like three months. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, if there was even like the slightest possibility of crossover, I would be like, we're going to be there with flyers or CDs, whatever we can afford that. Week. <laughs> and, Cause we also had no fucking money. But, um, so I would make a schedule of like, okay, so in July there's like these, 13 shows that we're going to hit wow. and we just do that constantly. We'd be giving out CDs, talking to everybody. So it's just a shitload of legwork. And, um, 
because I paid I, off. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I heard someone say in an interview, I forgot who it was, but they were like, if you like you conquer your hometown first and then like show that people actually give a shit mm-hmm. and then you start to try and do it in other cities, you know, it, it, like shows like if you want to be like real technical and like whatever about it, it's like proof of concepts. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, it so, makes sense. Like if you can pull in your hometown, obviously people yeah. care. Exactly. Like- and it's like, if it works there, it should theoretically work in other places. Right. Okay. So I was always just very focused on that. And, you know, we'd still hit other Texas cities like Austin and San Antonio and Dallas and stuff. But, um, but basically every time we would do a Houston show, it would be sold out. Wow. Because we just kept playing the smallers, but we would always be able to be like water parks sold out. Yeah. And so promote and- promoters quickly noticed and they'd be like, Hey, you want to open this show? Like so-and-so is coming through and we're like, yes. Oh, wow. So yeah. you guys to open up for like, if, if a big act came through and they needed yeah. a couple of openers, you guys got a chance to do yeah, that. Because wow. They were like, they were like, they can move tickets. So sure. and that's all promoters care about. And so, right. <laughs> oh, but also for the headline shows, this is another thing. If you're in a local band, here's a cheat code. Renting out a venue that small is not expensive. It's like 500 bucks. Wow. Book it yourself. Fuck the promoter. He's just going to take your money. Like they, that's, that's what it is. Book it yourself and then print your own tickets. You can do that online. Just go to like ticket, whatever, whatever.com. Google it, design your own tickets, get them in the mail, sell those. You'll, you'll make even more. Then you put that money back into merch or videos or whatever. This is, this is incredible. This is what the podcast is all about. And this is what I want people to get from it is like, how, how did Austin become, you know, this, you know, water parks and having all these records and, and a deal and all this stuff. And um, you're like breaking it down. I love that. It's this. literally <laughs> it. It's like, and the thing is, I don't even like, it's not even a weird like thing to, you know, some, like sometimes people act like there's like gatekeeper shit going on in music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, truly, if you do the legwork, there's no gatekeeping. Like no one can beat you. They can't undo like, like no one, like, like no one can say that we didn't like work for it or no one can be like, like there's, it's not something that someone can, like if you're, if you're just thrown in and you're like, like you're on a major and they pump a million dollars into you really quick mm-hmm. and you know, people find you and it's like a really quick happening thing. Like they can pretty much take that away from you. If they just stop putting money into it, like sure. a year from that point, it's going to be a lot slower, mm-hmm. but if you actually build that foundation and like put in that work, cause we did like what I'm saying with like the flyers and CDs and all that, we did that for years, like wow. years and like all of 2012, 13, 14, most of 15. Um, cause we kept going back and forth to LA at that point. But when we were in Houston, we'd still be promoting and everything. So, um, but if you do, if you build that foundation, no matter what like shit is going on around you, you still have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so there's so much sense. There's not a replacement for that. Yeah. Well, you obviously you attracted the attention then of Benji and Joel of Good Charlotte, mm-hmm. who you talked about earlier being probably a band that you were influenced by or listened to quite a bit. That was crazy. Was that mind blowing? I mean, tell me about that. Was the second EP out at this time or, or no, not yet? Because you put out, yeah, it Black was, Light. it was okay. Yeah, it, it had come out the, the year before, it was like a little less than a year before. And that was so, self, self-released yeah. and, and done similar to the first record? Right. No, literally okay. exactly the same, actually. Um, okay. we, we kept driving to, like, 
middle of like redneck nowhere in Texas, like an hour and a half away for this dude to record us. And oh my God, we get blown off all the fucking time. It was, it was a whole thing. We we're just like, this sucks. That's why I started like learning how to record. Wow. Because I was oh, like, really? I was like, you can't count on people. Like, that's why I like the reason I know how to do everything is because I had to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know totally. how to like design merch, like edit things. Like I can edit flyers, videos, whatever. Like I can do it all because I like out of necessity sure. and it's hard to like stop. You know what I mean? It's hard to like not micromanage every like fucking detail when you did it for that one. You know what I mean? Right. Cause you know how to do it. You know what you want. And at that point exactly. it's like, Oh, I could just do this myself. <laughs> yeah. And there's not like weird pushback or like, you know, there's not like any attitude or like weird input that you don't want. You're just like, you know what? It'll be just easier. Just let me just fire. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. Sure. Well, Plus, that- it's like, it's more your feel too. Like if you develop like a style Mm-hmm. Uh, like people can tell if you're making all your own shit, you know, mm-hmm. right? Or at least if there's like a consistent theme. Or with if it. they know, yeah, they kind of know your band and your vibe. If you put out something yeah. that would be, it'd be easy to kind of spot out. And be like, eh, I don't know if that's really right. You know, if that was their design or, or where that came from, but yeah. So, wow. So how, tell me how you got the attention of of those guys. <sighs> so, uh, I was at so okay. I used to babysit for this family, right? I was really good at not cussing. Um, and <laughs> I was really, really good at not cussing. And yeah, but I, I did that for like four years with this, like this family. But I also taught guitar lessons every day. So I'd babysit for these people. And then yeah. I, afterwards, I would drive to people's places and teach guitar. Wow. Yeah. So that's how I had like any money. And then I would put it all into flyers. It was, well, gas, gas money, because I needed that to be able to drive all these places. But then anything left over would, if I had like a good amount, I'd go buy some blank CDs, you know, and a good amount is like 40 bucks. Sure. Uh, (laughs) If I had like that much, I'd go get CDs. And if I didn't, if I had like 15 bucks, I would just get a bunch of flyers and I'd be cutting them in the Kinko's and shit. But Oh um, yeah. I remember friends of mine doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 24 hour Kinko's and just those Mm -hmm. big, the big uh, blade cutter thing. Yeah, or like we'd be like, okay, it's seven right now. The show lets out at ten. We can make it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Because um, you know, every, like everybody had jobs too. Like Otto, Otto worked in a warehouse. Okay. Like he'd get up at like four in the morning, just like moving boxes and shit. And where Jeff worked everywhere. Jeff had Jeff has had every job. <laughs> Crazy, but um, but anyway, I was at so I was at those people's house babysitting the kids. I was in the backyard and. I got this DM and or I was at, I was at their house and I got this DM from, it was either Benji or Joel. The only reason I'm blanking is because, or like, I don't remember. I need to figure out who that, who specifically it was. I probably could pretty quick here. I mean, the reason oh, though, amazing. the reason I get mixed up is because they had the same profile picture at the time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Let me see. Was it on what, what platform was on it Twitter. on? On Twitter. On Twitter. Okay. Okay. Wait, hang on. I think it, it may have been Joel. That's rad. So you obviously saved this. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So, um, but anyway, I got this DM and it was just like, yo, love, like, love what y'all are doing. Like, we, we should, we should meet sometime. And I was just like, what <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> and uh i was just like oh this is crazy okay and i was just like 
yes, I would, that would be cool. Like that, whatever, whatever the fuck I said. And um, I wonder, hang on. I want to find it so bad. Hang on. No, dude, this is so rad. Thank you. I wonder if it would have been on the band account. Yeah. Um, Shit. Um, So I remember being like, holy shit. And we had actually just signed with uh, a label, our first label. Um, What is my password now? No, I just changed it. Uh, I think I know it. Fuck it, I don't remember. Um, uh, it's all so, good. One okay. of the one of the one of the Madden brothers. <laughs> one of the Madden brothers. Um, okay. So you, were you signed to Equal Vision? Is that when or yes. was and okay? We, wow, we had I didn't realize just, that you signed to them first. Okay. Yeah, we had just signed with them, like maybe a week before. That must have been huge, a huge moment too. I mean, wow. It was so. At yeah, at the time, I was like really stoked. There was. It was, it was kind of funny because there was another label that we were talking to who's like pretty similar to them mm-hmm. that like um, a lot of like warped tour type people are signed to. I'm yeah. not going to say who it is. I was going to say, I, I think I could guess it probably. <laughs> you're probably, you're probably close, but, um, <laughs> but we had been talking to them for a while, like yeah. maybe six months, seven months. And it was always like very like kind of wishy-washy a little Mm -hmm. bit sure and then so okay what i did was i sent the video for this song called i'm a natural blue from our second ep that and uh like two other songs like like unreleased ones to oh by the way if you're listening to this labels only like unreleased shit (laughs) there's that um so so i was like Hey, this is, uh, here's an unreleased video and a couple songs. If you like it, I'll send you some more demos. Thanks. Like it was like you keep it very short. Don't send, don't send like your EPK or whatever. No one reads that shit ever. Don't do it. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Just be like, hey, this isn't out yet. Here's some songs. Yeah. And I did that to like four or five labels, mm-hmm. and a few of them got back, and they were like, this is dope, you know. But, um. One of them that I really wanted to go with at the time, they they just like uh, I told them I was like, hey, we just got this offer uh, from from Equal Vision, and I think we're gonna go with it. And he was like, wait, let me talk to my boss. And I was just like, okay, cool. He's like, don't sign anything. I'm like, okay. And then hung up the phone, and I was just like, Woo! yeah, because so like like. Now you have some from, leverage. <laughs> yeah, you go from like emailing and like being like, please look, 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 yeah, look, look, yeah, yeah. to like there's multiple people interested and you're like, whoa, damn. And granted, like in retrospect, it's like kind of low stakes, like indie shit. But either way, it's uh, still huge. Back. Yeah, it was, it I was, mean, it was, it was, those labels had the coolest bands at the time, right? I turned on, yeah, I turned on, I was, I was like dancing around my room to a death camp by Tyler. The creator yeah. and um that song is just so hype and i was just like mm, excuse me mister. um but uh <laughs> uh they came back and they were like so we do want to work with you but we want to do it on a developmental deal where we you know put you in with some songwriters and we blah. i'm like nah i'm good thanks though and then like because <laughs> like eagle vision was just like yeah we like what you're doing just do that and i'm like great uh-huh. and so i mean and that's always been the most important thing like even signing with like 300. Mm-hmm. I was like, like a huge thing for me. I was like, and you're not touching creative. And they're like, no, I'm like at all. And they're like, no, 
We just want, like, we want you to do what you do. And I'm like, great. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, guys, I'm doing that's, this. <laughs> that's what's important. And, um, but yeah, so we went with EVR and then like the next week, uh, Joel DM'd and was like, yeah, I love what you guys do. Blah, blah, blah. And then our A&R called me like right after it was like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was just like, uh, probably or like, like, what are you doing at this time tomorrow? I was like, probably babysitting. Uh, right. I was like in the backyard and she was like, okay, well, would you rather go to LA and have lunch with Benji and Joel? And I was just like, was like, yeah, that'd be good. We can do that. I can, I'll, we can do that. I can move and, some things around. <laughs> yeah. So, so Benji and Joel flew us out. I, I hit up Jeff. I was like, we're going to California, bitch. Like, let's get swimsuits. And, um, <laughs> cause we're just like fucking dumb Texas dudes. Like I'd like, get you know, never been to California. And, wow. Um, so that was your first experience too. Wow. What a mm -hmm. very Hollywood kind of cool way to do it too. Oh yeah. We got picked up at the airport and uh, like in like, like a big black car and shit. And we went up there and I didn't realize at the time what a flex it was, but they took us to Nobu, but we we're too stupid to know that that's like tight. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> sure. I learned what Nobu was later from like Drake songs, but, uh, I was just like, Oh, I was like, did, dang, yeah. they were really flexing and we were just like too dumb to know. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, like oh this place is kind of cool <laughs> they were like no boo okay great uh, <laughs> so um no but they they were just like awesome immediately they were just like like very understanding of like what you know artists like 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 but like they, they've been on the other side of it so they were like look we're making a management company like you would be like the first you know, people that we bring in, but we're really interested. We really love what you're doing. And I was just like, yes. Wow. And so, yeah, then going back to Houston and immediately like going and like flyering again was so weird because we couldn't like talk about it. Yeah. It was probably all pretty DL at that point. Right. Yeah. And like we, we recorded our first like label EP cluster mm -hmm. that year. And then, you know, like we, and like, dude, fucking like, it's, it's weird, like meeting these people and like, you know, like Mikey way came to the studio and was like, wow. Yeah. And didn't like, he play bass on the record or yeah, that's, that's why I was about to say it. I was like, it's, it's not even like too like, like just to like name drop or whatever exists, Ugh. but he came and he played bass. And so it's like, imagine meeting all these people and then going home and you're just like at your parents' house. Like, <laughs> like, did I dream that? What yeah. You're like. Did, did the guy from My Chemical Romance just play on my record? And I'm at home yeah, with my like, parents. why am I picking up dog shit? I'm picking up dog shit in Houston still, like, at my parents' house? Like, man. Um, but, yeah, so it was like, a, and like, you know, we'd go and like, we'd still fly and we're just like, hey, check it out, blah, 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 blah. And there's like this like feeling of like, oh, they don't know yet, but like, shit's going to be cool in a second. Mm -hmm. So we'd be passing out CDs and like, it stung a little less when people would be like, like, you know, like, you know, push it or like, be like, no, or whatever. Be like, you're lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um, but wow. But yeah. Actually, I've seen some of those CDs selling on Depop. But it was like, well, cause we know we'd, we'd have to like write the song titles and like oh, write yeah. the parts and all the CDs and stuff. Do you have, um, I'm sure you have to have at least one or two copies of that still lying around. Right. Probably in Houston. I actually, okay. oh, I, I had to sell, I, I got rid of my first car 
which breaks my heart, actually. I, I was actually just telling our, our TM yesterday. I was like, dude, if I saw someone driving it around, I would just buy it back. <laughs> like, yeah. I only got rid of it because the place I moved, I only had one parking spot. Oh. And I was just like, oh, well, okay. I just, I'm also like a hoarder with sentimental shit. Sure, like, I hold on to everything. <laughs> yeah but anyway there were a lot of flyers in that car is what i'm getting oh, at like I, thought gonna, I thought you were gonna say and that record was stuck in the cd player or something like that <laughs> dude i came up with a lot of stuff in that car too that's cool yeah Man. well hopefully you'll get it back i'm, I'm hoping for someday it. i'm gonna try well after okay so you put out cluster with the next record you put your first full length out that was double dare so we toured for a year on cluster oh, oh you like did just on the yeah so okay. we put that out in January of 2016, like early January. And then we had never done a tour before, but we just immediately, you know, we got the van and we went for it. Did you and, tour? Uh, did you support anyone or was it yeah, like, okay. We were supporting, we were supporting Never Shout Never and Metro Station and a band called Jewel Vera. We were one oh, of four. Oh, wow. I remember Metro yeah. Station. That's dope. Okay. Dude, like I fucking love their music. Like we'd be side stage, like I swear in the ocean for you. like you know what i mean like (laughs) that was fun that was very fun um they got hits dude but um yeah so we did that and we had like a month and a half in the summer off like we did it was oh yeah we had like a month and a half off and then we had to drive from la because we got the van um we had to drive from LA to Houston and then, or wait, did we drive it? Yeah. We, we stopped in Houston, got all the shit. And the next day we started warped. Wow. So we finished the album uh-huh. and, and drove like overnight, got to Houston, got the shit warp started in Dallas, luckily. And we just, oh, went, that's good. Yeah. Not too horrible. Was that three hours away or something like that? It's like six. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> a bit further than I than you think. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm also like a bitch about like driving and like waiting in the car. I'm like, so I, I get so bored. With, like, everything. <laughs> so it was, so you had, did you have double dare when you guys did that? When you did warp tour then it wasn't, or out. is it still, oh, okay. It wasn't out yet. So we were only playing the EP. Got you. Okay. And then, and then like one old song, I think, but, um, um, so we did that for basically a year and then, like November, was it 17th? Yeah. I'm normally pretty good with dates. I've been less good lately because everything just kind of- I'm shocked like, how, how you know, like, oh yeah, April 3rd, that came out. I was like, wow. Well, so, be- oh, it November 4th, I'm sorry. So the reason, like, dude, I remember because like we'd be passing out flyers, you say it so many times. Oh, sure. You're like, August 17th, August 17th, August 17th. Hey, August 17th, there's a show. August 17th, show right here. Bubble. Like, it stays with you. I remember, dude, even for like old bands, I remember certain old flyers and what the dates were. Wow. From when I was like 15 or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Like, that's it, it cool stays thing. with you for some reason. But yeah. I also remember a lot of shit that I, it's just useless information. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so November, we put out double dare we dropped stupid for you right before okay and that was cool that was, we chose that one because that's the one where my parents came into my bedroom like at separate times they were like hey what you working on like blah, blah, blah. i'm like oh it's the song like can i hear it and i was like sure like normally they would just leave me alone right i played that right. one to like 
that one's really good. I'm like, okay, if parents fuck with this, then oh, let's that's go. cool. That's cool. Yeah. So that kind of gave you the the stamp of approval to to run with that one as the single. Yeah. So we're like, that's the one. My they're like, anytime someone would be like, why why stupid for you first? I'm like, well, first off, it's a fucking hitter, but also <laughs> <laughs> right? my parents wanted to hear. So that's cool. That's cool. What would you say like the um, like a milestone from that record would be? Aside from the warp tour, I mean that's pretty huge. For for Double Dare, yeah, for Double Dare. Uh, well, we got to do our first headliner on it. Um, I was at the very top of 2017, so it was like a, maybe like three months later, two months later. Okay. Um, so yeah, first headliner was crazy. I I want to do some more shows like that. Um, like, so I mean, granted, some of them were bigger. Like a few of them were like 800 cap, but. But there were some that were like 200 cap. They're like 250. Okay. And like a bunch of them were they were, they were sold out, especially if they were like that size. But sure. that's huge um, to tour the country on a, you know headliners selling out shows. I mean, it takes one bands. album. We're just, yeah, we're just I was gonna say band. usually bands take a couple to to get to yeah. that that level. Well, dude, we've we like I said, like well, one we're really lucky. Like that's and you're really of good course, a part of it thank you um <laughs> but also when we did like warped for example we were like we still did the thing that we would do outside of shows but we just stayed at our tent until everyone was done like we until we met every single person you know what i mean i was like yeah this summer it's gonna suck sometimes but we're gonna meet every fucking person that steps through this fucking gate that's so you know cool. what i mean that is and so, so cool it'd be like three and a half hours just in the heat like Ooh, like warp to her son is unforgiving. Oh um, dude. It's brutal. It's brutal. But I think from doing that and like even the shows that we were like opening. So we, uh, when we were, when we put out double dare, we were one of four on the sleeping with sirens tour. Oh, that's huge. Wow. So, you know, afterwards we'd meet everybody. Uh-huh. So I think putting in that time and like meeting every single person is what made those smaller shows like on the first headliner sell out. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, because if yeah, we you, didn't do that, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, being so personable, especially with people, they're going to come back and be like, "Oh my god, like this band is so cool! Like I got a chance to meet them last time." Yeah, I and mean, it's cool because I I recognize a lot of those people like still like if they come through, I'm like, "Oh, I've seen you like a lot." That's cool. Yeah, that's so, really cool. That was a milestone. Um, I think we won like a song of the year thing. Got a trophy over there. Let's go! Oh, really? For what? Like, that's cool. Here, let me. It's really high up. Hang on. Uh, where's the turny thing? I feel like a parent. <laughs> like, this guy up here. Oh, for all press. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. We got that head right there. We got. We got the cum mugs. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I moved to LA and I was like, I need shit in my place. And then I saw those at Target and I was just like, hmm. Um. <laughs> Wow, uh, so you won an all press award. That's massive from that yeah, record. Yeah, I'm trying to like milestones. It's I mean, oh, we, we got to do a side stage at Reading and Leeds. That was cool. Wow. Was that oh, your yeah, first time was, playing abroad? And, and Mikey came through. And really? That. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was surreal. That's cool. If, here's the thing. If I could go through my phone right now, I could find more milestones, but those are the those ones. Are good. Are those are good. Yeah. And well, those then are good. you put yeah, so that that's awesome. And then with entertainment was the next record, you did another one on Equal Vision. Yeah, so Benji, we dropped Benji. Guam. Yeah, produced they, those guys produced the second album as well. Yeah, yeah. And okay. um 
So we dropped Blonde and we did the Made in America tour, which was our first like bigger headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was the first like we were playing in like House of Blues and shit. Okay, so like thousand ish like, rooms. So, dude, House of Blues is more. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Of, I'm from Southern California, so I'm thinking of the one in San Diego is like nine. Oh, got you. Like the Houston <laughs> one. The Houston one is seventeen fifty. Wow. Okay, we just so, have a tiny one. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not sold out. It was not sold out. Don't worry. But um, still, I mean, to be in that venue. Yeah, and it was crazy. That's the thing. Like, yeah, we dropped Blonde and we played. That's the only one from entertainment we played on that tour. We were like using that tour to like promote the album. Like, there's an album coming. There's an album coming. Yeah. Um, and then we dropped that. That was November and December. And then we dropped uh, Entertainment in late January 2018. Okay. And um, so, yeah, and then we quickly went to Australia for the first time um, for that album. What do we That's do next? Cool. Oh, and then we did UK Europe on another headliner kind of thing. Just wild, but yeah. Rad, rad. And then, well, then with the next record, Fandom, you went to you. That's when you guys signed with Hopeless, and you had yeah. uh, a huge producer on that record, Zach Servini, baby. Yeah, wow. You know what's funny was I I made Easy to Hate with him before Entertainment was out. Really? Yeah. So here's the thing: I was really depressed, and I was like going through like a real shitty breakup and just a whole bunch of shit. And I was like, I just want to be like making songs and working right now. Uh-huh. And it was like towards the end of the year and you know, the industry like shuts down like early to mid December. Okay. And that's when the tour ended. So I was like, fuck, but I still came to LA cause I was living with my parents still at the time. And, um, I came out here and I just wanted to like work with people and make songs and made some with like other people. That's actually when I met Dwayne. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah. Because he was working with someone else at the, uh, at the studios, you know, at the management offices. Uh-huh. And so I made a couple songs with him. And wow. um, yeah, so that's actually how we met. And I was just like, I love him. He's the best person. I would die for him. And <laughs> that's it. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, that's when I met Zach. And um, uh, yeah, he was like, he had just gotten to the building. He was like brand new. And I was like, hey, um, we should, I was like, we should, we should do something or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And, um, it was set up pretty easily. We, um, no, cause I mean, our managers are like an atrium away. It's like right. the offices then like <laughs> the big open room and then all the studios. Okay. Um, so it was set up pretty easy, but yeah. So I had one day with him or no, two days with him, I think. And, um, yeah, two days. And the first day, we were actually making a song with Ashton from uh, Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, but he was running a little late and I was like, hey, I have this other idea. And then we recorded Easy to Hate. Wow. And yeah. that was before entertainment even came out? Yes. Yeah, Whoa, that, was, that okay. was like a month before. Um, and so actually, I don't, ever, I don't know if I've ever told anyone that timeline. Interesting. Um, but uh, exclusive. Um, and uh yeah i mean we just we made a few songs and i was like these these are really dope and um um so before before um fandom there was like another there was like another album in the works and i just wasn't feeling it it just wasn't right the songs weren't right the mixes weren't it but easy to hate was going to be on that still okay. right uh-huh. and 
So we heard, like, you know, we'd listen to it and I was just like, like, I, I caught myself like kind of explaining to friends like, oh, but don't worry, that part's not mixed yet, blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, but that part's going to like, you know, be louder. That part's going to, you know, hit more. And I, I was just like, fuck, I'm doing that a lot. I'm not feeling this. And like, even like subject matter wise, I was like, I don't want to do this. Uh-huh. And, um, but either way, easy to hate was going to be on it. And, uh, Benji came to me and was like, Hey, I heard this other version of easy to hate. The one I had done with Zach, like way before he was like, I thought this was like a mixed and mastered, like complete thing. This is incredible. You should try something with Zach again. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And then we, we went on another tour and we came back and like the next, or it was like, it was the next night I hit up Zach like spontaneous. And I was like, Hey, I really want to make a song right now. Can I please come over? And he was like, yeah, come through. And we made turbulent. Oh, and wow. Yeah. I was like, I just need something dark and fast, like make it real breakbeaty, but like, I want to make it sound kind of evil, but then we're going to like sparkle on it. <laughs> and like, and so I was like, and so we got it. And it was like, um, real crazy. But very shortly after, um, dream boy was made and okay. it was dope. I was just like, Oh my God. Like when it comes to like, Am I, a I was just like, damn. And I was like, this has me excited. You have to feel excited. Like you have to be able to like feel that energy or you're not going to be putting it out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause sure. I went from like explaining shit, like, Oh, this is going to hit more to like, Oh my God. Like this shit is just like punching. Like, this is crazy. And after we finished dream boy that night, it was like basically done. It was like done being recorded. I was like playing with some chords and I was like, Hey, can you record these really quick? And I was there like real pretty. And you know what? Hang on. Here we go. So I was like, Oh my God. I love you. I was like, can you record these, please? And there was like a nice effect on it. And I was just like, mm. and while he was like setting up the amp for it, I was like, like, you know, I like did the chorus chorus. And I was just like, let me just lay all that down and I'll add the vocals when I get home, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want to be able to have that. And then while he was like putting effects on it or like, like we had just recorded it and he was like kind of tweaking it. I was like, I have it. And I was like, let me just like put these vocals on it just for a second. And basically what I'm getting at is after, I think it was maybe around like 3 a.m., High Definition was done. And that was my favorite song on the album. So yeah, basically like working with Zach, everything just like clicked and it just happened so like seamlessly. You know what I mean? Sure. Wow. 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 And at this yeah. point, he said he was new to the building and everything like so he brand he new. My, you caught him early because I, I mean, did. look at his like resume. I mean, not that, oh, that record doesn't rock. And, and, and he worked on your new record, too. Right. Yeah. So um, like he just makes everything just like slam and. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> dude, my reflex is dumb and i've been chugging this coffee here not helping but (laughs) everybody's got something um he's just he's the best man like 
there's I don't think anybody else can make shit hit as hard as he does. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys released. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go, I was gonna say you guys oh, no, put no, no, out fandom in, in the end of October. In October, and yeah, it wasn't very many months later when coronavirus happened and the world shut down. Like, tell me where mm-hmm. you guys were, like in, you know, when that all kind of. Well, the world, <laughs> it could have been worse. I, okay. I have to tell myself that it could have been worse. I think fandom had more life in it, like tour wise. Uh-huh. Um, and even video wise, like, dude, we didn't make videos for the two biggest songs on the album. Really? Oh, yeah. Miss having sex, but at least I don't want to die anymore. Yeah. And turbulent. Oh, yeah. No videos. videos. No videos. Sure. Yeah. We're okay. stupid. We're stupid people for that. Um, <laughs> like, what are they even at now? Hang on. I know they're like going like they're still going up. Oh, damn, this seven sex is at like that's 46 million. million. God damn, turbulence at 21 million. Can you even imagine? Like, no, when you look at those numbers, are you just like 46 million people have played this? I feel song? like I feel like the baby. <laughs> I'm gonna push the Spotify more. Motherfuckers, y'all need to listen to these songs here. No, I'll do it after. We're good. <laughs> um, so, um, Oh yeah, wait. What were we talking about? Oh, just where you guys were when COVID hit. Right. So okay, it, like I was saying, it could have been worse. We got to do a U, like one U.S. tour that went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very happy with that. Um, and then we got to there was like a small break, and oh my god, I was like in the worst place. I was just not good. But in that time. I got two days with Zach again. Two days is like the key number, I think. And <laughs> I, uh, like, I'm okay. I'm like a massive, like, this is gonna make some people watching this be like, but you know, fuck you, who cares? I'm like the biggest Kanye West fan. And awesome. um, yeah, but he, he like, like when he made like uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like everybody in the studio wore suits. And like, there were all these like things on the wall, like no tweeting no whatever like really no hats uh <laughs> no no telling anyone what we're doing in here like ideas only no or no uh uh no devil's advocate like there's a whole bunch of stuff and i love that like because and he did it all in like hawaii which is so fucking cool to me um mm-hmm. and so i started Again, it really, it does matter. Like I started wanting to like make environments like around me to like go with, like enhance the songs and like the vibes and everything. Cause as like corny as that sounds, it does matter, especially mm-hmm. in art. And so I was like, okay, we're only wearing all yellow. I went and I bought a shitload of like reflective paneling, covered the studio. It was like on the couch and shit. I brought in, I went to an antique lamp store and I got like red, blue, and yellow lights. Uh, I got like some like old man statue heads. I just like brought all this shit in. He was like, all right. <laughs> and then in that time, we made four songs. And here's the thing. 108 songs were made for the album, right? Whoa. Yeah. Well, dude, I was fucking at home. Of course. That's right. I, You're you know. inside for a year and a half. <laughs> And, um, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that to show like what level the vibe was on for this four songs were made. Three of them made the album. Whoa. 
Just kidding. Secret life of me crying over it all. And then one other, but that one didn't make it. So, but I'm just saying like, like mathematically, like the percentage of songs that made it versus songs that were like made, like just in that time, Mm -hmm. like so great. It just shows like when you do create it, like an artistic atmosphere like that, Mm-hmm. it does have an effect on things. Wow. I've never heard anyone doing that before. That's a fascinating story about Kanye too. I mean, yeah. And, and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to do yellow. Why yellow? Is he just a fan of the color? Me, I mean, you're wearing me, a yellowish color right now. Yeah. It makes me feel good. <laughs> okay. um, I feel like more open and bright and I kind of need that because like, I don't know what it is, but I guess somehow I'm wired in a way of if I just sit down to make music, it's going to be like pretty moody. Okay. Like if I like, like for the most part, I think I'll pretty much be making, I'm looking at the album board right now. Uh, there's going to be a lot of snow globe type stuff. If I'm just like left to my own devices, you know, <laughs> sure. Which isn't a bad thing, but you know, you also have to have like, yeah, this is the album board. Oh, wow. So Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't in order at the time, but yeah, that is so cool. And yeah. you draw all that, right? I mean, I yeah. saw, I love the uh, records you're giving away on your on your Instagram. I'm like, oh my god, I would yeah. do one of those where you drew like the basketball hoop and you're like you're you're doodling <laughs> on the on the records and giving yeah, away. I'll, That's so cool. I'll make you one. Are you serious? Oh my god, I'm that'd serious. be so I, dope. I, I, Ask the label for more copies so I can like do that more. I would love that. That would that means so much. That's so cool. I really would love that, Austin. Thank yeah, you. No, here, let, let me just tell Miles again. Sorry, uh, real quick. Um, just so I don't forget this. Um, boom. Instead to save one for you. Let's Dude, go. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. That's so cool. Well, I want to say, uh, and the record's awesome. I love that you called it Greatest Hits. And it's <laughs> one of the best albums of the last 100 years. And the fact that it's not, it's not a Greatest Hits record. It's just got the Greatest Hits on it. It does. It's the Greatest Hits. <laughs> it's so cool it's such a great name because when, when i was like oh they have a greatest hits record coming out that's that's cool and then i'm like none of these are on any other record <laughs> i knew in like 2015 i wanted it to be greatest hits like i've got a notebook where i actually have like greatest hits like sketches really and, yeah and um like I didn't know what the concept was going to be yet or like why it was going to be greatest hits, but I knew when we got to G it was going to be greatest hits. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, cause everything's like, I don't know. I don't know if you know this or not, but for anyone listening who doesn't know, spoiler, our shit's in alphabetical order. Yeah. Airplane, conversation, blacklight, cluster, double dare, entertainment, fandom, greatest hits. Oh, so dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even put that all together. Yeah, so we were, I knew we were going to be on G, so I was like, G is going to be greatest hits. Like, <laughs> That's so rad. That's so rad. And you guys have a tour? You just announced a huge tour that's like selling out like so Dude, fast. it's going so well. I haven't even looked at the numbers yet. I was going to yesterday, but we were driving to K-Rock. Um, and, oh, my God, it was actually like a little nerve-wracking, I'm going to be honest. Really? 
I've well, been in radio for 16 years. Uh, I know I know people over at K-Rock. I was on 91X in San Diego for a long time oh, and oh, nice. live in San Francisco. And that's, that's cool. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, but when we're playing shows, I tell everyone to leave me alone. I just play solitaire on my phone. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Like I warm up and then I just like play and I don't look at the time. If anyone comes up to me, like how much more? I'm like, fuck you, get away, get away, get away, get away. <laughs> like, I just want to be like, I want Lucas, our TM, to just be like, go. And then I go out there. Okay. If I think about it, then I'll get nervous. But if I just walk out there, I'm like, what's up, bitch? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but with the radio yesterday, he kept being like, Kevin kept being like, in 30 minutes, you know, like he was like slowly, like in 15. Oh, yeah. Playing, he was like saying this on the radio, live, live on the radio to millions of listeners with no production. No auto tune, just him and a guitar, blah blah blah. And I was just like, ah, like, like 10 minutes. And then something happened where like times got mixed up. And so it was actually, I was gonna be doing it like an hour later. Okay. And so we did the whole countdown, got me all nervous. And then they were like, oh, we have an hour. Do you want to go outside and meet people? And I was like, fuck. Not because I don't want to meet people, but because I was doing a death cab song. So my voice has to be like, oh, okay. Like lower, you know what I mean? Sure. Like soft. And so I totally broke in my voice for like a fucking hour. And then they brought me back in and then redid the countdown. So I was just like, this is the most nervous I've been for a performance. Like, and as long as I can remember, this is terrible. Uh, wow. <laughs> it, still came, it still came out like cool. What so, Death Cab song did you cover? Somi's Body. I oh, actually, I love it. I didn't know what I was going to be covering. Like they, they, they told me the day before, they're like, we want to cover. And I was just like, shit. All right. And I didn't know what to do. But I woke up with Soulmate's body in my head, and I was like, I'll do that. So I had to learn it. Oh, like how to, the how more, to play. And I, the day of, you learned it? Yeah. Oh, my up. gosh. And um, I double-checked on the lyrics, and I was like, oh, there's a couple I was getting wrong, too. Fuck, I'm going to have to, like, not do that. Um, and, like, they're just, like, odd turns of phrase. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and we turned the dirt with our palms. I was like, you turned the dirt. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, whatever. He says it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to um, go with it. Yeah. So there was like, I was like, okay, know the chords, know the words, know where to like be softer and like where to pick and whatever. But yeah, by the time it actually came on, I was so fucking nervous. <laughs> I'm sure you hit a home run though. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Uh, you know? Yeah. Wow. So you got to play that yesterday. That's cool. And then obviously the tour in oh, yeah. selling is selling right. out multiple dates already. You guys are playing. Yep. I'm from, originally from San Diego. I moved yep. my family and I just moved to Nashville, like during this whole COVID crisis. <laughs> okay. You're not even the only <laughs> that did that. Like I know a few friends did that, but, um, uh, we're coming to Nashville. Yeah. You're playing, uh, Brooklyn bowl. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm just curious to see how that goes because we've never headlined there. We've only really? done like, like warp tour type shit. Okay. It. I've never, we haven't even had a chance to go out really and do anything to be honest, because it's yeah. like we moved here and mm -hmm. everything was shut down. So it's like, no shows are happening. So like, we haven't even Did had a chance to really, I'm sorry. Did Nashville ever actually shut down though? Not fully, but nobody was coming here. Uh, you know what I mean? Like water parks weren't coming to play in Brooklyn bowl. See, I was still seeing people in the South, like full on having concerts. And I was just like, <laughs> you guys are fucking this up. Like, like I follow like a few like uh, hip hop people based out of like Atlanta. Uh-huh. And they're like out at a club. 
full on, full capacity <laughs> door shows. I was seeing him in like August and I was just like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, I can't say anything because it's just, like, it's, I'm just not my fucking place. But oh my God, like, you are fucking this up. Um, but uh, wait, how are we talking about? Oh, the reason I even brought that up is because uh, we were talking about the tour. Uh, Miles, our day today, was like, hey, do you want to see the numbers? Like, while we were going there, I was like, no, I'll look after in case one of them makes me sad. Okay. He's like, he's like, <laughs> not going to be sad. They're all extremely good. And I was like, okay. So I haven't even looked at like all the numbers yet, but they just keep being like, holy shit. And we just added a night two in Philly. Yeah. I was um, going to say, you just posted that a couple hours ago that you yeah, guys added that. That. Goes, that goes on sale tomorrow. Um, hang on, let me, sorry, I was getting a phone call. I just declined that beat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's someone from management they're trying to drop off three thousand posters for me to sign oh um, my gosh that'll that'll hurt the the old wrist that's gonna suck that's the rest <laughs> of my day um <laughs> i did three interviews and then this and now i'm about to sign three thousand posters let's go that's um, so cool though you're getting ready man it's the world's opening up again yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm apologizing for denying the call um it's all good, dude. I only have, I'm, I'm almost, I only have one more question for you. I just, I've, this has been so great, man. I really enjoy uh, this conversation. Thank you so much for doing it. Of course, dude. No, this is, this is fun. I love getting to do more in-depth stuff like this and not just like, why is your hair different colors? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite burrito? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, fuck off. But I think <laughs> actually, okay. And people are going to be like mad about this, but whatever. It's fine. I, in Houston, I get taught like the taco truck. Like there's a couple that we go to mm -hmm. almost every day. Like when, when we went back for fandom rehearsals, we ate it every day for like seven days straight. <laughs> One day we went twice. <laughs> it's like that. Lunch and dinner. <laughs> yeah. But out here, but out here, I haven't found like anything that's that good. And so really in LA, yeah, so, Dude, well, I San Diego's got better. I mean, people are going to hate on me, but San Diego's got better Mexican food. than Maybe LA. like, <laughs> but it's just, it's so different than Tex-Mex and it like bums me out and like places advertise. They're like, this is Tex-Mex. I'm like, no, it's not. Like I try it and I'm like, uh, -huh. <laughs> um, but I started cooking tacos and they are my favorite. They're well, so good. Go. I figured it out. Like I watched like every YouTube video on how to make like Tex-Mex fajitas and shit. Mm -hmm. And now I cook them here. Like, every week and a half that's cool you should do little uh, taco parties see oh I, I do sometimes i bring like really? some friends over and i'm like let's go um i thought you were gonna say like you should do like a youtube video or something you like should how to make the taco that'd be great here's the thing though so many of our fans would be like or so many of our listeners would be like i always feel weird saying fans i don't like it um it feels like uncomfortable for some reason well they are your fans i know but it's <laughs> i don't know um but it's it's it, it's never not going to feel douchey to be like the fans <laughs> like sound like asshole um but uh like i think so many of them would be like bothered about me like cutting meat uh got you you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'd be cutting the peppers and onions they'd be like cool cool like seasoning seasoning and then meat <laughs> trim the fat <laughs> uh, they'd yeah. be like, ah! <laughs> what if you just had it all cut up prior I could do that, but they might not even like seeing it like that. That's true. 
it might be like gamble. This, but, it's a gamble. <laughs> Just throw the rest of me up. <laughs> I I can gamble here and there, like with certain things, but sometimes it's just not worth it. Right. I feel you on that one. For like sure. what's what's what what's like the good outcome? They don't say anything. Like there's not like a good one. There's just like right. a neutral. Yeah, it's either they'll they'll the people that eat meat or whatever will appreciate it, and everyone else will be pissed that you did it. Yeah, like anytime I posted, like when I'm cooking, or oh, dude, I was cooking so much over quarantine, and every time I post like some bomb ass steak that I made, I would have like 40 DMs being like, is it vegan? I'm like this, <laughs> you want to know if this, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, it is dude. Of course it is. Of course. This it's is beans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dude. Austin, thank you so much, man, for chatting with me today. Yeah. You've been so much fun to hang out with. I really appreciate it. Of course. I, are you, are you coming to the Nashville show? Uh, yeah, yeah, Let's we are. Let's go. Yo, tell, hang on. Let me tell Miles to guest list you. Hang on. Dude, thank you so much, man. Yeah, again, we just moved here. And by that time, we're, we're building a new house. And by that time, it should be good to go. And we're going to put a studio. And hopefully, uh, sooner than later, we can do these things in person again. Yeah, no, I would love that so much. That'd be so fun. Um, I have one more question. I know you've, this whole time, dude, you've been like telling people how, how this works and, and how to really make a name for yourself in this industry. But if you have any advice... For aspiring artists, I'd love to hear it. It's kind of crazy because it's like, it's such an open-ended question. Mm -hmm. I got asked this yesterday too, like, because I, again, like, you know, this is going to play into it, I think, but like meeting people and like actually making these connect, like doing real legwork, nothing can replace that. Nothing you do online is going to replace that. And like uh, one person asked me yesterday outside, cause I met everybody at K-Rock um, that came to the show thing. But um, someone asked me that and it was just like, honestly, you just have to create like, just it's, I don't, I'm trying so hard not to give like a douche answer. Like you just have to do like start shit, like make something go. Because I also have friends who, you know, are in bands or like making bands who have been like in the pre-pro stage for years and years and years and years and years. And like, maybe that will pay off, you know, I hope it does, but like you have to start and you have to just be consistent. Like, and there's always going to be obstacles and shit. Like we've dude, I can't tell you how many times a day I'm just like, God damn it about something. You know what I mean? Just something being annoying. You have to do it. Because it's just like, you have to do it because it's just, it is what you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not like a, oh, I hope this works out because it's like, no, this is going to work out. It's just, let's figure it out really quick. Like, let's do this. Let's, we have to do this to make it like, you just do it because that's what you do. You know what I mean? Cause you're going to be mm -hmm. so discouraged and you're going to deal with so much bullshit from so many directions you didn't even know existed, but like you do it because like at the end of the day, when you hold your album, like your physical thing, you're just like, it's for this. This is my fucking baby. You know, like you mm -hmm. do it because like, like it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Cause it's just like almost like an innate thing, you know, where like you, this sounds so fucking vague and dumb. Just make dope shit and don't be an asshole. 
that's truly it. Make legit dope shit. Don't rush looking for a label. Just make cool shit, put it out and push and meet people and just do everything. Like, I wish there was like one easy piece of advice, but that's, that's true. amazing. That's such, that's great advice. And like I said, throughout this whole thing, you've been like dropping the, the best knowledge I've ever heard. So yeah, I really appreciate it. Exactly. Okay. That's what it is. If anybody like, I mean, everything I just said is true, even if it was like, you know, scrambled and like, you know, messy sounding, but um, yeah, do everything I said at the top of the podcast. <laughs> it worked. Backwards